Okay, so if I said, hey, David, Janelle, what's the what's the soundtrack to your house? Like any any given moment, what's it sound like? Because I'm sitting here in my house with a dog barking at nothing, at nothing. A cat <laughs> scratching shit, my boys fighting. And I'm just like, this is like the normal sound. Like it's like I would use the word angst. Our house is just an angst. I could be yelling at LeBron. I could be yelling at chat GPT, but that's just the sound of our house. Somebody is in peril or fake peril at all times. Well, what's your house? I feel like yours is more nah, calm. Mine is much more calm and not much going on, right? So, <laughs> like, is it quiet it, then? It's a quiet place? Quiet. The only one that really will stir it up is, is Mila. Like, if she's <laughs> in one of her moods, she will yeah. just try fight Kira for no reason about nothing. Kira just minding her own damn business, catching <laughs> catching strays. Um, but otherwise everything is it's you know, it's usually I'm on my computer doing some work. My wife's on the computer doing some work. Kira's up in her room yeah. reading or doing something. And like right now my neighbor be outside mowing his lawn. I'm like, bro Terry, I don't want you on this podcast, man. Love you, but why are you mowing? It's always pretty quiet. The only thing that gets loud like, is uh, Kira has gotten into Modern Family. She discovered that. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's constantly like anything that she's doing. You just got Phil and Jay and Gloria. She's got Modern repeat. Family on in the background just loud as hell. It's, it's, it's just us, baby. Cross the Streams podcast, season seven, the first episode of our, I, I, I gotta say, it's like our one of our OG offshoots. It's probably the first brand label offshoot of Cross the Streams was David Gunn and his Listen Up segment. So we're back. We find, we're 10 episodes into season seven. It's our fault, not getting him in the, in the schedule, but we're here. Good, hello, sir. Hello. Hello. I'm glad to be back. It's been a while. It has, man. Um, I think maybe we lost. Remember, I think our last one, we both said, yeah, I really like Listen Up, but I don't be listening to as many pods as I used to be listening to. We undercut our own selves. No, I listened to basically two pods now. That's it. I had to I had to cut down because yeah. I don't do the, 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 a long drive as much anymore. Yep. But I'm, I'm two faithful ones, though. Yeah. What, still, what, are the two, what are the two you still got? Joe Budden and uh, uh, Jamel Hills. Yep. So I Jamel, you know, I st- Joe, I, I follow the Joe Budden on Instagram. That's all I know. I, I listen to the cutouts that they clip, but Jamel Hill, yep, yep, everyone. The, I got to say to you, Dr. Yaba Blay, that one two weeks ago, unbelievable. Or is it Yada Blay? I messed it up. She was unbelievable. So I'm uh, I'm about three episodes behind. Go, oh, you're so going to run into her. It was yeah. one of the leading voices in what we were just talking about off air, diversity, inclusion, and fighting systemic oppression. Unbelievable. Just like Jamel, unbothered and unapologetic about being unbothered. And I, I feel like I was I was walking the dog and I wanted to take notes. Like I'm, I'm just learning too much. So I look forward to that one. Uh, I see your studio set up. I, I, you know, I got my background across the streams, but you got Jumanji, Mary Poppins, and Black Panther. What is the story of your, of your movie so posters? This is our pseudo movie room. Okay. So we all got to choose one of our favorite movies to put up. 
Gotcha. So, I mean, that's big time. Black Panther. Yep. Yep. Janelle is all about Mary Poppins, which it's like, even the remake. Like she was okay with Emily Blunt and all that. Yeah, I mean she she's the original, but she likes the okay. remake. She did the uh, what's the one they had with Tom Hanks a while ago? It was kind of like a. It was something uh, like yeah yeah I know yeah, what you're talking about. Long. She's all into all that. And then, uh, yeah, the girls with the Incredibles and uh, Jumanji, man. So I like the setup. I feel like I'm at a theater, you know, like walking the hallways, even though they're not produced. That's, that's big time. Okay, let's. Kane's going to join us. We had we had the plan. We moved it 42 times because all of us are busy. Well, <laughs> some of us are busy. Not this guy. <laughs> not exactly this guy anymore. Um, but we'll, we're going to jump into the topics. When Kane joins in, he kind of knows the schedule in, in the layout of what's going on. So my first topic I sent, because all of us are girl dads, um, coined, you know, it's not coined, but Kobe Bryant, rest in peace, made it famous when he said, I'm a girl dad, love being a girl dad, all those things. You're a girl dad. I've got a daughter. Kane's got a daughter. So we always text about these things when the fuckery that is the patriarchy we all exist in and benefit from happens. We typically frame it with each other on the text and talk about how stupid men are, but also how it affects our daughters, how it affects our wives and, and the women we love in our life. So there's a story from last week and I'll give the I'll give David have the first reaction after I give it to everybody. It's from the state of New York where basically they suspended the entire track team, and I'm assuming it's a middle school because all the young girls were 13 years old, I believe, at Albany. Oh, it was a high school. So basically freshmen. Yeah. They uh, suspended the majority of the girls' track team following an incident that they tried to frame as a dress code policy violation. It's hot as F in New York, and the girls' track team wanted to run their track practice in sports bras. However said <laughs> the male coaches of the of the track team said it made them uncomfortable and it was distracting to their athletes for the girls to not die of dehydration and wear their sports bras so they were suspended and i immediately in my brain i pictured old white men making these complaints that doesn't mean that's accurate it could have been a number of different types of men but the men that that, that complained said they were distracting uh and they couldn't execute their day-to-day plans so clearly my voice tone is, is inflection has changed. People know how I feel, but you, you go ahead and react. Cause I know your daughters are tracksters. Your daughters are gymnasts yeah. where they got to wear another outfit. So go ahead. Yeah. My first thought was what kind of pervy old men, right. That are worried about being, whether it's sexually aroused or attracted to these young young girls like that that's first like why are they at your school if that's a concern do you have the right individuals in place around children to begin with right yes thank you yes you know this was off the bat like horrible framing of of uh their policy you know and i think you know i i had before you even sent it to me i had already read it and seen it on Twitter and kind of like dove into it. Like what kind of fuckery is this? So let me get into it. And uh, if you read it all, it went into, you know, they originally, they didn't suspend the girls, right? They just originally first told them that, you know, they, they can't do it because these uh, male coaches 
um, were distracted by it, blah, blah, blah. So they started this petition, petition on change.org and got thousands and thousands of signatures and whatnot. So it, it became like a big deal, right? Yeah, I so, think they got 51,000 signatures. Yeah, something like that. And then these girls went to a a sporting event of their high school, like a lacrosse event, a game, and they weren't permitted access. Um, and apparently the school is saying that they were causing a disruption and using foul language. And that's why they got suspended. So then mm. it, like this whole yeah. story came out that that was bullshit. And it really did come down to because they were wearing sports bras. Yes. The right. thank you for the added the added. I mean, it wasn't it, like it was out there butt booty naked, right? They was out there right. right. It, I, I love your first point because exactly like these these coaches are telling on themselves as the quality of human being they aren't, right? Like, hey, 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 listen, Principal Jones, I can't be out here with these young ladies because I, you know, I'm I'm fitting to do something when I say what the. F- what are we Becky's doing? Out there looking, whoa, you know, right? That that yes, totally agree. And then the the part I want to dive into, I we and I think it was in the article, and you read some of it. The boys are practicing without shirts all the damn time. Boys are practicing in cutoffs that are you know they're throwing nipples inside rib cage. And what 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 was the what was the discussion to the boys? Did they tell the boys to put the shirts back on? From what I read, no. You know, and uh, I mean, and that's common practice. You, right. you go to any high school track practice in the country, you're going to see the males with their shirts off. Mm-hmm. Yes. I mean, that's it's a standard. Really I was watching a dude ran by my house today. Right. You know, it's I. Hot. Yeah, it's hot as hell. Yeah. Um, but that's just, yeah, you know, but it's. It's kind of par for the course, right? Yes. The- Unfortunately. When you saw this, or we texted about it, what? How did you present it to your girls? So we didn't. We didn't discuss it. Um, mm. You know, they. I guess I we haven't so much experiences here because oh, they gotcha. were there. Mm. Yeah, know, they don't have that issue, right? Yeah. Uh, you know, it, it's interesting though, but. Um, we see it in school, though, with school, how uh, females are policed with mm-hmm. their dress at school. Right. Uh, start the school year, right? She's in sixth grade, finishing her sixth grade year. First day of school, going to middle school, very first day, right? So there's always kind of, you're already nervous. Yep. and kind Anxiety, of yep. Anxiety through the roof, right? And uh, she has on a... Not a tank top, like, you know, like a cutoff shirt, like a the sleeves are cut off. And she got a dress code, day one, dress code violation for showing too much shoulder. They made her go to the... Did uh, she have to go home? She have to put on a sweatshirt? What would they make her do? No, she had to go to the office where they got a bunch of randos, shirts just laying around, and put on some... Uh, some randos, uh, just baggy old t-shirt yeah. for us a day. 
There's so much there, you know, like in general, we could do a whole podcast on dress codes, right? We could, we could do a whole thing on the various ways they can be a tool of oppression to different factions. But clearly in a lot of these instances, these aren't for, these aren't for the women. These are for our inability to hold men to a better standard. Like, Hey, walk your 14 year old male ass down the hallway without being nasty. Shut your mouth, walk forward. Right. Like these, these things set such a low bar of it. And, you know, I have, a, I have two sons and sometimes I frame things like, oh, I got to go tell Leah this. Like I did with this. Like, Leah, babe, you going to track practice today? Look at this. Does this happen to you? And she's just like your daughter. She was like, no, if it's hot, we, we wear our sports bras. It is what it is. But I always like, I think I, I don't know if I err, but I usually start with her when I should probably start with the other two. You know, I mean, Xavier's a whole nother case, but with Lincoln's ass, like, hey, well, let's talk about this. Like, what, what's your thought process? What are you thinking? Um, because I think as girl dads, sometimes we end up circling the wagons around them. And for me, it's like, well, the problem is this guy, not necessarily Lincoln, but I'm sure he has some of these beliefs and I'm sure I did too. But like, he, he needs to be educated. Let's bring our kids, let's bring our boys into this. Like, why is this bullshit for the girls? What is the double standard? What are you being allowed to do? That son is the definition of a patriarchy. Right. So that these always bring these up in me like, oh, I told Leah, yay. Shit, Lincoln's outside playing with his new Star Wars lightsaber. And I forgot right. to tell him. Right. Well, it just brings uh, it back to everything, you know, and it's, uh, you know, you get into when women are sexually assaulted. First question is, what was she wearing? Right. You know, it's just like, yes. Time yes. it always comes up with did you deal with this in your i mean you're obviously an otf owner but you have a whole career before all your entrepreneurship in the fitness industry did you deal with this in your clubs uh you know we <laughs> to be honest with you we dealt with it more on the male side oh taking their shirts off no with with males like uh, if they're wearing spandex and tight, right? Oh, their whole thing's out there? Shorts over top of the, the tights. So we would have, you know, because when I worked at Lifetime, that was super family oriented, right? Mm. So you'd have these, a lot of males with their junk hanging out, right? Yeah. Yep. Uh, you know, where the, there, there's obviously a print, right? And you, yes. more than anything, I would get, moms that would address it and ah. they comfortable about their daughters being in the area interest okay so they and, were on a they were they were on an inverse of the decency thing right correct gotcha correct. so usually it never became an issue right? we would just always you know ask the male individual to put a small towel tuck it into his waistband right still wear his his tights and you yeah. know, it never really became too much of an issue, right? But that yeah. was more so than um, on the female side of say, on the right. female side of things. Yeah. You know, and it, it, it kind of just depends. I mean, where you're at, I, you know, a lot of the times that was kind of at the lifetimes, like, you know, a lot of the women that they, they dressed, um, you know, they had revealing stuff on. Like, that was the kind of the norm, though. So it wasn't out of the norm, right, to see, you know. It, and, and you know how you, you were trying to think of the right word for the outfits, right? I struggled right. with this when I was coaching with my guys in the weight room. 
Yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm, I mean, I'm not gonna lie. Like I struggle with this when I'm working out, slipping into the well. Why is she wearing that? Now I have to look at her chest. No, you a no, you don't, Kip. But b and like my wife educated me too. Like, hey, come with me to the Nike outlet and you show me what isn't revealing that we have to buy to go work out in. Show me mm -hmm. where they have baggy t-shirts and sweats that they're selling for Nike that we want to wear for our workout day. So, you know, that, that was one of the things that I, and I talked to my guys, this was a discussion we'd have every year and teams of men. Hey, when you're in the weight room and the women's team's in there, the track team's in there, what, tell me some things, what's, what's going on? And they'd kind of look at each other like sly. And then I'd have to paint the scenario. Like, hey, somebody's doing deadlift. You're on the tread. She's doing deadlift. What are you doing? Well, that's weird for me. Is it? Move your eyes. It, it, work on it. Right. But it was a whole thing because I've been in the same spot. Right. With the discussion. And I, that's why I put up uh, it originated with she is not your rehab. When people on the listen to the pod, you've heard me say it before. Go find them on Facebook, Instagram. They have their own web, website. She is not your rehab. Samoan, New Zealand Samoan started a company that just does awesome shirts. And when the shirts are black with white letters and you read them and you got to think. Right. So one of their best ones that they put out that I've worn a bunch in the last year is she is not auditioning for you, which is what I, I it resonated with me. Like, yes, every woman in the world doesn't need to wake up in the morning and go, hmm, if I happen to run into a random man today, boy, I need to look attractive. Right. That, that, that is not the, the purpose that women are put on this earth for. But the shirt, um, I had a couple of women, which is interesting. You talked about inverse. Say, well, sometimes I want to be. And that's a whole nother like discussion and like probably not where I'm qualified to talk about because I'm a married man, ladies. Thank you very much. But <laughs> it, that's a whole nother world, but it's probably worth discussion. Right. So I showed my son that. And because Leah, when I said, babe, what's his shirt mean? And she she kind of had a good feel. And Lincoln was like, well, are there are they actresses? Oh, for God's sake. <laughs> <laughs> he said, I said, oh, okay. I do all this work. Like I run a business for this and my own son is walking the streets. Are they actresses? So we, we sat down and discussed things, man. Oh, shit. That is hilarious, though. That's, you know, one of those with dad moments where you're like, oh, boy, uh, that's a fail. <laughs> Chalk that up. Oh, let's no, take our first that, point. Uh, no, last, last thought. That, you take it. I, I saw that shirt, and uh, yeah, it does kind of make you think, you know, and I, you know, unfortunately, there's a large uh, segment of uh, the male population that that thinks they are auditioning for us, yes. right? Right. Well, she's wearing that just for right to entice me or to whatever it may be. No, she might just be really working on uh, building her hamstrings. Yes. On those right. Months. Like, you know no. what? You know what's easier to run in tights. A lot tights. easier. Right. Yeah, yes. It's just like. <sighs> Yes, let's take our first break. Cross the Streams is brought to you by Teams of Men. Teams of Men exist to empower coaches and enlighten players to the possibilities of becoming authentically themselves in a reimagined manhood. We have curriculum, we have climate assessments, we have many ventures and avenues to help coaches drive a climate and culture in their program based in an authentic emotional fluency. Teams of Men, LLC. Dot com. All right, next one. Another thing we, we text about and talk about, because like I tell my teams of men clients, current events, especially in the world of sports, 
never fail to give you content to talk about, discuss, and, and grapple with, and sometimes, hopefully, just help yourself grow a little bit. So this one, John Morant, right? We won't bring up that the king got him out of the first round. You know, just, just the king, even though the king got swept last night, went out on his shield. Um, but John Morant was in the news again last week, unfortunately. Um, this time, I think it was in a car with a friend, yes, showing a gun, and that was on Instagram. That was uh He correct. was not in the club. He was not at the gentleman's establishment. He was in a car. Correct. He was but in a car. Were, yeah. And he wasn't filming himself this time, right? Somebody else was filming him. His friend was on what Facebook Live or Facebook one of the Live or IG Live, Live, one of the two, which I mean, listen this to this point. NBA young boy. And yeah. uh, sh- was his gun still the smallest pistol. gun you've ever seen in your life? Well, I believe the 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 one in the strip club may have been smaller, so he has stepped up a stepped little. Up. Oh, God. Sorry. I just sorry everybody. I'm it's low so hanging fruit. With the flossing of the gun, and, and and this is where I think it gets into maybe we show our age a little bit. Yes. Everything, you know, kids these days they put their entire lives on social media. Like everything they do, like my daughters would be. I'm not even kidding you. It's like they wake up in the morning. It's like putting on my chapstick. Hey, guys, putting on my chapstick, uh, brushing my teeth. Right. Their entire life goes on. As if there's a big audience. Right. And not just your daughters, everybody too. everybody. Like I'd be doing shit on social, like as if the world is awaiting me. (laughs) The world is not awaiting me. Maybe my 22 followers are doubtful. But go ahead. Oh, I, I, I. So that part. I still, I get, but I don't get, right? Like, yeah. I just. I mean, I, we were trying to move in silence. You know what I'm saying? Like, not even, like, dastardly shit we were doing. We weren't trying to announce everybody where we're going to be 24 hours a day. Right, especially if I'm worth two, three hundred million. Like, that's the last thing I'd want people to know. I mean, where didn't that get PMB Rock killed? The man died. The man got shot, unfortunately, because they knew where he was at. Yeah, but I, you know, and but then you know, going back to the John Moran thing, I I do think there there's kind of another side of it, right? There's just the flat out, it's just stupid, right? No matter if you're worth two hundred million or not, like recording yourself just flashing guns, I think is just stupid. Like the 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 gun craze in America to me, I will never understand. Like I just correct. Yep. I I I don't like guns and. That's just me, but hey, people yep. have the right to own them. Uh, but I just think that there's a really stupid piece to it, and I get that he's a face of a league, mm-hmm. um, of a private league, right? That he's the face of. So you know, I think wholeheartedly he should be reprimanded and should be suspended. I think he mm-hmm. should face the consequences, whatever it is, because he, uh, you know, they have the morality clause. Mm-hmm. And he didn't live up to it, right? So, right. but I still think the idea that he is getting maligned and ridiculed in the public to me at this extent is crazy when we've literally got people that make our laws, that govern our society, and they send out Christmas cards with their kids on doing it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right, that's a great. Worker. The Bulberts, the Bulberts, the Taylor Greens, 
Yeah. yeah. And then after mass shootings, right, where all of the mass shootings are AK-47s, right? And uh, they're wearing pins at Congress, right? Uh-huh. With an AK pin there after school shootings. Like, that's... Uh-huh. Right? Uh-huh. I mean, we, yeah. we don't have the same kind of visceral for them right Right. as this 23 year old kid that we're trying to bury in the ground right right i think that's what we need to kind of remember is you know no but he's a 23 year old kid that came into hundreds of millions of dollars Mm -hmm. right he's going to do dumb shit and he's going to continue to do it repeatedly right Right. just like your kids right not your kids Mm -hmm. specifically your kids are going to do dumb shit over and over again so yeah. I think there that's a that's another side to kind of also look at um, versus just it was really fucking stupid. Yeah. No, I think you you hit on so many good points. The I think my first framing in my head is exactly what you said. How dumb do you have to be to put on? But it was also very commercial in nature. My thought process, um, which was you know this is going to cost him X amount of money, yeah. and this that's that's why it's dumb, which yes, absolutely a factor. But it also probably speaks to not seeing him as a human, as you talked about, a flawed young person trying to, which I think it's really obvious with all the stuff that came his way the first time around, really grapple with some identity issues, right? Like really grapple in his ath- athletic community and the black community and the sports male community. Well, bro, you got your dad. You can't be hard. Right. You you know, you got this. You have this other name that's not really just jaw. You went to a nice school. You have family pictures. So now you can't be as real or authentic as we want you to be. And then him trying to be, it appears like from a three from way up above you, not knowing the inner workings. So there's so many of those things that come into play. But I love what you talked about, because I don't even think it's hypocrisy where exactly what you're saying, where the far right can display these guns, can champion guns, can have their postcards, can show up. I don't even think it's hypocrisy. I think they're clearly telling us that, no, 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 we're not forgetting that rules apply to us. We don't think they apply to us. These rules only apply to you people. And the you people often is black, brown, democratic, liberal, progressive, LGBTQ, women. The rules apply to you. They don't apply to, we didn't forget. We are very aware of our hypocrisy. And I think that's where obviously our side fails a lot in making the argument is they try to appeal to their sense of shame. They try to appeal to their, like, what, you didn't know that you're doing this thing? Oh no, I'm well aware. I just don't give a shit, right? Uh, So no, I think those are all, I struggle in with Ja without me. I struggle in my own judgment of him, right? Because he is a phenomenal player. I know zero about him as a person. Other than the strip club video and this and the gun. So sometimes it always takes me back to Charles Barkley. I am not a role model, but you are, but I get what you're saying, right? Like all these things, not to mention me being the biggest Allen Iverson fan that exists on the planet. How am I going to judge John Morant for being a 21st century AI making stupid decisions when he's 23, right? I guess maybe the only difference there is, is, but then again, I'm throwing authenticity at it, right? I, I would say AI was more authentically being himself and Jaws pretending, but I don't know. We don't know. But you remember when the first time it happened and you and you, and you said something in a text, right, with Kane on there. And I yeah. said, 
shit, maybe that's just him. Yeah, right. Maybe right? his job is about that life. Maybe he is. I don't know. And maybe I assumed he wouldn't be because his name is Tamarius. I yeah. don't know. What do I know? Right? You got no idea. And you just got to, like, I just look at the fact of, you know, who he has access to right now and what he sees, right? Like, you know, it was kind of just fitting, right, that he did this all while listening to NBA Youngboy, right, who's, you know, has been uh, – I think on house arrest for however long for gun charges and, and whatnot. Right. He's the and, one that made the song about it. Right. Right. His, and his whole majority of his, of a lot of his lyrics are, you know, violent. Right. And, and in nature involving guns and whatnot. And, uh, you know, who knows what John M was doing. Right. I don't know that song. I'm not an NBA young boy fan. Like maybe that was their prop with this song, right? That he was videoed. Like, I mean, I think there's some bail to shoot him there. Yeah. Uh, to a certain extent, right? Like, yeah. again, you know, I, I get when people say he hasn't broken any laws, right? He's not like, yeah, he hasn't committed any crimes. The only crime is just being really fucking dumb. Mm-hmm. Maybe, that, that I would I would say potentially uh, impact his current and future earnings, right? Yes. I mean, it already has. It's costing. Yeah. Like, obviously, he didn't make the the shoot. Yes. So he shot himself in the foot. What up, upwards of forty million, right there, right off the bat. Lost right. a shoe deal. Well, yep. didn't lose, but it's they're like pulling yep. that. Campaign they pulled this right. stuff. Yep. The uh, I would say too. And I probably erred in this as well. He, I cannot hold him or expect him to embrace the platform he has for influence, right? Until he knows who he is. That's that's a, that's a recipe for disaster. That's a recipe for failure. Like, hey, please go up there. You're still grappling with who you are. You've got some things to figure out. You're 23. Please go up there and make sure you're a good influence for my son. I mean, and I think he's a little naive to not think that's the expectation, but also knowing what I know in the work, the, the maturation process, there's no expedited timeline. It happens when it happens, when people actually embrace the work, right? And then how much of this falls on, you know, let's just use Nike, right? Because yeah. that is, I mean, obviously he's employed by the Grizzly, but Nike is what's going to pay him right. hundreds of millions of dollars, right? Like, and even the Grizzlies, like they've, they've made him their face, right? Like. Mm-hmm. Did they do their fucking homework? Right. Like, they, 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 thank you. They always claim, oh, you know, we did our due diligence. Did you? They didn't do shit. And I know this. The only reason I know they're full of shit is from the all the times, and you and I have texted and I've talked about this a lot, when they claim they've done their due diligence on the charges against a man committing harm, somebody they're going to draft, somebody in the roster, then they claim they've done it. And then I think everybody assumes because Jerry Jones has millions and billions of dollars that he has an army of private investigators on the level of the CIA. And then you find out it's Stewart down in the third floor and he made a phone call. And the that's what they call email. Due, Yeah, they sent an email. It's not due diligence. Nobody did their work, right? No, I, that that's another good point. And there's also it's the, I, I gotta I have to remember what, what Chris Horton told me a lot. While we're doing this, we gotta remember people do have the capacity for change, and very rarely does that change happen on the timeline you expect, Coach. Very true. Very true. Now you know what you were talking about earlier with I cannot believe this social media. Right. You and me, Shrine Game, 
We're on the East All-Star team. We're driving on the rims. I don't know if you remember this. We're going probably going somewhere between practice or we went somewhere with Kyle Shanahan. Kyle Shahan. And he had his and he had, he his, had his dime had in the car. Right. And if we'd have had phones then, I was looking at that thing. I was like, what the fuck is this? And I held it like this. <laughs> if we'd have had the phones, right? You and I'd have both been on the news. Like, look at these two dipshits from Skyview. They're in a car with this lunatic from Coal Strip, Montana, and kept brandishing a weapon. And really, I was holding it like poison. Like, oh my God, <laughs> look at this. He's got, got a gun in here. This crazy I son of a Like, what, what the fuck are you doing with the gun, right? Like, yeah. Dude, I remember. Do you remember this? I don't know if you were there. Drew Hawes' house one night. Okay. Shout out, Drew Hawes, been on the pod. Yeah. Um, we were with me, him, and who was Christy Lowe and okay. some rando. I don't know who it was. The cops came or something at some party. I don't know where we're at. So we're running and we're hiding in bushes. Yeah. This kid that we're with that ended up with us pulls out a fucking gun. What? What was he going to do with it? I have no idea. He pulled out a gun and was just holding his gun. And I remember Christy. <laughs> whoa, whoa. Dude's got a gun. And I think that was the first time. This had to be what? We were probably, what, sophomores, juniors? I think that was the That's first insane. time. That's insane. I was definitely not there because I'd have passed out from fear. That was the first time I, like, somebody had, like, pulled out a gun right when I was there, right? You know, and this has to be, what, 94, 95? That's insane. It, 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 it's, yeah, I don't know if we came to an answer on this, but I think we hit all the angles. I think we definitely hit all the angles. But it, I think when J.J. Reddick was making the argument about crime, no crime, right? I understood. He was just so visibly angry about it. I think it felt like, I think people probably took it as, well, J.J. doesn't think there's anything wrong. No, I don't think J.J. was saying that. I think he was just saying, Everybody pumped their brakes on how far you think repercussions should be, right? How far right. you they, think they missed his whole first segment of it where he was like, he needs to be suspended. He should be held accountable, this, that, and the other. But also, this shouldn't be the end of, right. of John Morant, right? Like, he, he still right. did not commit a crime. Like, hold him accountable right. to the, 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 the bylaws of the league. Yes, and whatever that may be in terms of his suspension, but like, yeah, and then to, you'll be fine. Yeah, like to just destroy this this kid, right? For something. I think you made a great point about the Grizz too, right? And Taylor Jenkins and the organization and everyone that's in their stakeholders in the Jaw Morant business, right? Where is the like? They're all like, "Well, Jaw's going to go do some work on himself. What is he going to do?" He's going to go sit in a room. He's going to he's going to go through all the stages of grief. He's going to feel sad. He's going to feel anger. He's going to do some negotiating. And then what's going to happen? What are you people changing about your organization? How do you roll? Right? What's the day-to-day locker room vibe? You know, one thing for I the don't like that has been out there and, and people keep saying it is about the company he keeps. What if he's the fucking problem? Like, That's a great Why are we one. putting it on these other individuals who have not Yes. We have not seen them do anything. His, right. his friend in the video, once he saw the gun, that video quickly yep. went somewhere else off of Jaw, yes. right? That's a great point because we always assume it's the seventh. Oh, Allen Iverson's crew. I tell you, all the homeboys, 
We always do that shit. We always do. Yeah. The people in the crew, like, the person that has the money is typically the person that's running shit, right? He's in charge. They They move where he wants to move. Right. They move when he moves. I don't know. That's a great point. We'll be right back. Cross the Streams podcast is brought to you by the Cassion Foundation, cassionfoundation.org. Visit that website today to find out how you can help in our cause of raising money for Alzheimer's, dementia research, caregiver support, and find out how to sign up for our kickoff fundraising event of the summer, the Cassion Foundation Invitational. Our guest, David Gunn, signed up. Why wouldn't you? Birdies.com backslash KIF. 2023, only four spots remain for foursomes. We still have many sponsorships available, holes, uh, tees, and green prizes, as well as the drink cart nameplate is still up for grabs. Birdies.com backslash KIF 2023. All right, last section. Listen up, Kip and David. Last topic today. Something you learned recently. You cannot believe you didn't know, recognize, or get exposure to. And this doesn't have to be deep, right? It, it is correlated with something, that a quote that I love to use, and I stole it from a training I got, and I wish I could credit the woman that gave it to me past the fact that her Zoom name was Martha. So Martha, I give you all the credit. But once you know, you cannot go back to acting or living as if you don't. I love that quote. So here's mine, simple. And you, you, you get this, because you know me. Okay, so... I've been trying to plug this, get the sprinkler system to work in my house. It's finally sunny in Oregon. It's like, hey, it's time to go. I got all day. I ain't got shit to do. I get the sprinklers working. So I plug in all the ways I've used to do it on the Rainbird control panel. And for three straight days, no sprinklers. They don't turn on. They don't, there's nothing. So I get on Angie.com because I am not going to do this manual labor stuff. I don't speak. I do not have, what's the, what do they say when you can like fix shit? There's like a saying you have a, I don't even remember now. But anyway, yeah, I, get I don't Angie. have it, so I don't know. Yeah, so you were on the same page, right? I'm a co- I'm a contract somebody. There are professionals that do these things. Let, let's meet people where they're at. I can't do it. You can. So I get a guy that comes out and he comes up to me and he goes, Man, how old is this house? I, go, I don't know. <laughs> he goes, What year was it built? I don't know. When'd you move in? <laughs> eh, like 10 years ago, maybe. He goes, So he goes in the garage. He opens the rainbird and he goes, see right here? It says 2002 on your rainbird. So the house got to be about 2002, huh? Yes, sir. You're right, Daniel. So then he goes, well, all the wires are in. Did you check the backflow? I said, the what now? And he goes, did you check the backflow? And I said, I don't know what the backflow is. I go, is that what I pay for every year that somebody checks? He goes, yeah. You know where that switch is? I go, nah. Uh-uh. He walks my ass around and he's like laughing to himself, like trying not to say, you're a dipshit. He, we go to a little green thing in the ground by my fence. He lifts that lid off and he goes, hey, don't do this without me ever because there's black widows and brown recluses in these things. I've taken both. And I was like, hey, you don't got to worry about this guy. I will <laughs> never be around this thing again. <laughs> you're talking about dirt and I'm not going to be there, much less the killer spiders that are in there, bro. So he goes, see this? And he shows me a, a lever in the ground. And he does this. He goes, left or right? Whoosh. And all the water flows. And all the sprinklers. Backflow. Backflow. And I go, I, I promise you, I have never seen this area of my lawn before. 
much less turn that backflow. So how did this happen? And he goes, well, you do remember paying for a backflow tester? And I said, yes, I remember that bill. And he goes, when was it? I don't know. He goes, I think it was probably during the winter. A lot of those happen in the winter. And they typically turn these backflows off while they test. And sometimes they, they don't turn it back on. So everyone out there, now that I know, backflow's a thing. Daniel said, don't put your hand in the backflow. You get spider bites. And if your sprinklers don't work, flip it. Ta-da. And then I, when Kelly got home, I was like, hey, check it out. It was the backflow. You know, she was like, did he tell you that? Yeah. Yeah, he did. I didn't solve that at all. It was it was turning a lever. It's a lever. But don't go in there to spiders. <laughs> so we'll still yeah. have to hire somebody every year. It cost me $103. $103. It turned that fucking lever. I don't have a job. It cost me $103. Your turn. I was I was just thinking about, about this, man. There's probably so many things, but one thing that just popped in my head. It, so we go to this uh, cross-country uh, informational meeting yesterday, right, with the, the high school cross-country coach. And I'm listening to all this stuff, me and me and Kira and Mila, about the training program for the summer and, you know, getting all into running, right? Because I'm, I'm jacked. I want to get my girls into running. We've been out doing long runs, like, you know. And all this stuff. So, but we've never done cross country, right? Like, I've never done cross country. I never did cross country. Right. Anything about cross country. So he starts talking about the gear that you need for cross country, right? That you don't need much, right? You need, you need shoes, right? You need some sneakers, right? And he's talking about how how often you should be changing out your sneaker, sneakers every three to 350 miles. And I'm like, yeah, I know this stuff. And then he says, yeah, he's like, and you'll need a pair of spikes. I said, huh? What the fuck do you need spikes for? Right, aren't you out in the grass? That, that's what I'm thinking, like that they run through grass and mud Park and dust. Right. And he was like, no. Your top cross-country runners, right, in high Welcome school. Thank you. They will all wear um, spikes, right? Middle distance spikes. And my mind was blown. I had no idea. I would not have guessed that at all. I would have said it was something, you know, like you would go into a running store and say, I need a shoe, you know, a trail shoe. But then I asked my, my, my girls, because I was sitting there literally like with a shocked look on my face, right? And they were like, how did you not know this? Oh, they knew? They thought they you were in dipshit. I was the only one in the entire room that had no idea. And... What makes it even worse is I'd like to think of myself as one of the few in the room that just know about like track and sports in yeah. general. Right. You've you told me what shoes to get for treadmills, right? You have some knowledge. I didn't know about this. So that just kind of immediately popped in my mind. And then I had to come home and I tell my wife, hey, did you know? <laughs> and she was like, yeah, these guys are, but I don't know how I would have known. How would you, I've, I've been to two or three cross country meets, never in high school. I, I worked one in college work study. And then I took my team to one as like a, you know, Hey, let's go support somebody that usually doesn't have a crowd. And I would have never known they were wearing they no spikes. Spike? No, no. Hey, Kane John's here. Welcome. Hold on. 
Yes, hear me? Yeah, we got you. We got you. What the hell? We got Cohen here with my background. There you go. You're back now. You're back. We got uh we are on the route. We are on the once you know, you cannot go back to acting as if you don't. David didn't know, and I didn't know that you wear spikes in cross country. Did you know this? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Like track, like track spikes? Yeah, track spikes for the track. For what? Spikes in cross country. It's <laughs> for it's what? A thing, it's a thing. Well, apparently it, you know, obviously they run on grass and uh, gravel, but it's good traction because a lot of times grass is wet, so it's good uh traction so they don't slip and fall okay all right no i had no I idea know. i thought with running that type of distance on those surfaces man i'd want cushion exactly yeah exactly you think uh kane mine was you know, those bikes, you feel everything you feel yeah. everything on your foot everything yeah. kane david is the opposite of us he can kind of build and tinker with stuff i think he even made a gondola or a percola what are they called on your back that you built I built a gazebo. A gazebo. Yeah, I built a full-on gazebo. But the See, he percula. He has skill set. What's a percula? I, I didn't make that up. Kind of, it's a pergula, not a pergula. pergula. A perk <laughs> is a, a, the type of drug, Kip, that the kid. <laughs> a percocet? <laughs> but, Kate, I had a guy come out because I couldn't get my sprinkler system to work. And yeah. it turns out it was the backflow was turned off. And I didn't know I had a backflow to turn off. I didn't know where it was. It was in the ground with spiders. And he showed me when he went left to right and the water went whoosh and my sprinklers worked. And I gave him $103 and he went along his way. <laughs> so what's yours? What is something you cannot believe you did not know? There's so much. And I can throw out there right now. Um, <laughs> as much as, yeah, I, I I wish I had something that just popped in my mind, man. I, I apologize. I didn't come well prepared for this category. Um, but because there is so much and I, it's, you know, you go down that track of just everyday household honeydew list type of things that literally if I could do on my own, my we would save so much money from a family standpoint. But we spend so much money having someone else come and do all these different projects yep. around my house. Like there is so many things that if I had the knowledge to be able to do or the wherewithal, we would have saved it's countless amount of money from the well, standpoint you, of the, the thing about that though, you are yeah. you're Keeping the U.S. economy going. And that is, you're 100% right. And to be honest with you, like, I think, I feel like I could figure some of this stuff out. Like, to your point, as far as I built the dang gazebo, I had a, my buddy and I came over and we, we threw the two of us, we knocked it out. There's other things, projects that over the course of just trial and error, I've been able to do and get done and feel pretty good about it at the end of the day. But then it's, I look back and I go, yeah, but I could have also paid somebody else that does this on a daily basis and does it so much better. I would have saved myself probably 24 to 48 hours of pain and misery to try and get this thing done. And so I I don't know. I, I go back and forth. Like, do I 
try and do some of these things? Or do I just hire somebody that literally, to your point, David, that's what they do. That's their job. And that's so we're job. keeping the economy. We're keeping the economy rolling. We're feeding someone else as far as putting money on in their pockets, feeding their, putting food on their table. If I've got the means to do that, why not just do that? And Did you, instead of trying you guys to go, what was the other school in Billings that you could go to part of the day and then come back? And career to, the career center. Did anybody go to the career center? Because I feel like this is all an indictment on education. Big picture. Because if somebody would have told you, I'm not saying you would have picked this, but if somebody was like, hey, listen, if you can speak car, you don't even have to go to college, man. You can start working right now because Kip cannot figure out an oil change, windshield wiper, air filter, can't do none of it. So if you can do that today, you will get paid tomorrow while he's writing a six-page essay on Walt Whitman that no one cares about. I'm telling you, man, Did you, you went to the career center? What did you do there? I went? No. Did you go? No. People would go, though, right? They'd go. My, like my, my sister lived at the Career Center. <laughs> of course she did. <laughs> hey, did you have any friends that went to the Career Center? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I had, I had a couple of buddies that, that were half the time at the Career Center and half the time at, at good old Skyview. Still yeah, I have their, no idea. Uh, their core there. course is done, and then they they go to the career center and and do whatever it is that they did at the career center, which probably I actually know what they did there. <laughs> no, no idea, but I, I guarantee you that it, it set them up for their career. They probably yeah. ended up doing whatever it is they are doing now <laughs> at the career center. Hence yes. the career center Hence name. The career right? center. They're My like, father-in-law. Yeah, this is what I'm going to go and do. This is what I'm going to go do in life, and I want to learn how to do this trade because yeah. to what you just said, there's people like ourselves that are going to want to do it. And do I'm going to pay walk, this person. They have like nicknames it. for us. Like we're not noobs, but they have <laughs> like marks. Like my father-in-law came down, God bless him, came down to watch Xavier's basketball game. And then he'll just, my wife just waits for him to come down for these games. And she's like, dad, Leah needs a tree in front of her uh, window trimmed up. She can't see enough light. And we got two sinks that are loose. And he's like, yeah. Just ready to go. Correct. And he's looking at me like, so this just guy walks in the house. To say this guy without a job. Down. This guy, what's he yeah. doing? I'm out there just swinging. I'm Mookie Betts with Zavi. Just lined up, <laughs> ready to go. Grandpa's uh, got it. What's what's the uh, what's the movie with Will Ferrell and Mark Wahlberg? Was it stepdads? Step, oh no, step yes. Or yes. Where Mark Wahlberg asked Will Ferrell, "Hey, hey, dude, where's your tools, man? We can we can knock this drywall out. We can fix this. No problem. Where's your tools at?" And, and Will Ferrell's like, uh, and kind of hesitates. And the little stepdaughter goes, yeah, it's, they're right there in whatever front closet. And he pulls out the fish tackle box. That's like, <laughs> yes. like a hammer and some masking tape and whatever else. Dude, that is exactly like, if you came into my house today, like, Hey, Kane, where's your toolbox at? <laughs> where's your tools? I go, yeah, there's a front dresser right there. You pull that second drawer in there and there's all my tools. Yep. And it's literally one hammer. A measuring tape, some masks. They're not from the same brand either. Tape. No way. Oh, no. Hell no. Just random stuff <laughs> that I've collected. But I don't understand where people picked up these traits. Like, so, like, you just, we even look at our friend group, Kip, right? Yeah. Like, myself, you, Jason, like, none of us know how to do shit, right? Right. But then, like, but that's Schwab be building shit. Schwab be building shit. Nick build shit. Like, yeah. Like, how do you, like, where? And at the time that we were growing up, were these know. motherfuckers learning how to do that shit? Right. 
Because okay, now let me ask this: Did emo was 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 your dad was emo a, a, a handyman? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I already know the answer. No, no my no. dad hired like this is where I get it from. He yes. hired everybody to do any and everything. If everything. it had an ounce of manual labor to it, he was out. Right, that's where I got the uh, the line of you know I keep the U.S. economy going. You think I just came <laughs> <laughs> your dad? Hey, it's but all I feel learned. like Pops, our dad was doing stuff, Kane. I feel like our dad knew how to do stuff. Oh, there's no question he did. He yeah. actually did have some legit tools in our garage. But he didn't he, like, organize them. Like, all the shelves yeah. in the in the garage, all that stuff was all him building that stuff. He built our house, he for God's our, sake. Our I basketball can't build a house. All that stuff, man. But obviously, there was never a point in our time growing up where there's he was no like, hey, boys, down. yeah, <laughs> strap your toolbox on, belts on, and let's go do this. Yeah, he had a belt, didn't he? He did oh, yeah. have a belt. He had a belt. Oh, yeah. And this leather belt. Speaking of toolboxes, my, my neighbor is, uh, like, in flooring. and So he knows how to do everything, right? Everything. And he has a million tools. You go in his garage, and, like, I'm always the guy, like, hey, can I borrow that one thingamajigga that does this? You know, and he's, yeah. they're constantly making fun of him. So I never had tools. I, I was like, you guys, I had these, like, one-off tools, and I kept everything in a... Um, the fuck do you call it like stuff you use in the kitchen the little plastic containers what are those <laughs> Tupperware? Tupperware. <laughs> but so i'm like one year i'm like fuck it man i'm gonna get me some tools now, i went to brookstone and bought a brookstone case of tools right so then these motherfuckers see me with my brookstone tools and now they clown me even worse right it's like <laughs> You know, because I don't got the uh, what? What is it? The, the craftsman or some shit? What's craftsman. Yellow, yes, the yellow the craftsman. Stuff, right? When you go into Lowe's, yeah. Oh, the yeah, the yellow. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know exactly what you're talking about. There the is yellow. nothing worse than going into Lowe's or Home Depot. My wife will send me there sometimes, and I hate it. And I don't want to ask any of the Bobs and Randys and Joes in there for any help because I know I need it, but I don't want to be judged. <laughs> They're like, "What are you looking for?" Hey, man. Hey, hey, I'm good. No, you're not, sir. This is your fourth trip. We have extension cords. <laughs> Just, and I'm looking, looking at things. I'm looking for some gorilla tape, Bob. Why do you want gorilla tape? Because I can't use screws or nails. I'm going to tape it. Okay. <laughs> nah, I use Velcro. The, the double sided Velcro is. That shit is the best. Kelly don't let me mount nothing. I don't get to mount posters, frames, nothing. When we paint stuff, she does all the taping because I don't have the patience to be good. And then I just, I'm like a little kid. Like, here you go, Kip. You get to slap it on the wall, buddy. Woohoo! <laughs> Look at me, mommy. <laughs> I'm the worst. Oh, that's classic. Oh, man. Cross the street. It's just that.